Can you say, welcome back to the Balcony Brothers podcast? Welcome back to the ba- uh, Balcony Brothers podcast. I'm James Wingfield. I'm Joshua Brucey. I'm Connor Barber. I'm Clayton Lawrence. And I'm Cameron Downs. Thanks, James. Bro, you know I'm on the toilet right now. Everybody and welcome back to the Balcony Brothers podcast. Um, I'm your host Clayton Lawrence. I'm your host Connor Barber. I'm your st- Cameron Downs, and I'm your T Joshua Brushy. I didn't like it how he did it like that. Yeah, you didn't like that. Can we all agree that Josh was in the wrong there for saying T instead of just? T? Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. I thought you didn't like the whole concept, but I do agree with that. I no, I like I like the concept. I would have preferred it. <sighs> you know, my job is to ruin the intros. So can I please just? Not be called out for it once. Well, no. If you ruin the intros, like that can be your job, but we still have to shit on you for it. Yeah, otherwise yeah it's our, it's our no job point. to shit on you for that, ruining the intros. This wasn't in the contract. I mean, I mean if, if you read it, yeah. you might have seen. Well, I can't read. Artic- okay, well, well, it's part of his job to not read the contract. So. <laughs> <laughs> that was in the contract too, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dear, uh, dear listeners, I wish you guys could see like an x-ray photo of my spine right now. I think it's currently shaped like one of those, like worm on a string uh-huh. that, you know, that people used to buy, but it's like, you know how the guys, when they were presenting them, would have them like floating around on their hand. I'm yeah. like, you took a screenshot in like the mid area of the mid like wiggle. slapping, yeah, mid wiggle of the guy slapping against his hand. That's the way my spine is shaped right now. I've got at least eight separate connector points that are causing my vertebrae to disassociate from are you each okay? other. No, I feel fine. Okay. I just I like know that. that sounds like a problem. I feel like I, this would be something where I'd go into my doctor and he would start telling me I have scoliosis with that exact metaphor. <laughs> like, <laughs> do you remember those little wiggly dudes that <laughs> do on the commercial? <laughs> that's your spine. <laughs> yeah. I think if you took a screenshot right there, that's, that's what your spine looks like. <laughs> Like he pulls it up on his old like CRTV and he pauses it like right at the yeah. <laughs> he's like there there yeah, that's yeah. what your spine looks like he gets like a side by side yeah. of the X-ray and, and then he pulls puts the X-ray up on right, top on next, it yeah. next to it so he goes into Photoshop and he <laughs> cuts cuts out a worm on a string and yeah. lays it perfectly over your spine right you were talking about the wiggle worm and I was like the wiggle worm is yeah. that what they're called I don't well, I think it's just worm on a string I think that's a great I name for him I think we can keep it I want to know what was your favorite as seen on TV Fushigi. Of course, that, definitely the Fushigi. I, I own a Fushigi. I, you I, own one? I, I learned own proud it. proud owner of proud a owner of a Fushigi. I'm not, oh, I, okay. I, I was I just the... mimicking Connor. <laughs> I learned uh, I learned a couple Fushigi tricks when can I was little. Bring... I currently no. can definitely not do them. Yeah, I also have a Fushigi. I could not do Fushigi tricks partially because I don't remember them, and partially because if you get one scratch on it, it just no longer works. Yeah, but that thing is unscratchable. It's it's like adamantium. I'm in, surprised in that you yeah. think that. What, I'm what surprised about, that you think that clay would not be able to scratch something. That's true. What about scratching a fushigi makes it not function? The whole okay, I'll I'll tell you this. The whole purpose of a fushigi, of a fushigi is that you can spin it around and it doesn't look like it's spinning around. So if there's a big uh, fucking yeah. scratch mark on it and you spin it around, people will just be like, "Oh look, 
He's it's, spinning that ball. He's spinning it. Yeah. <laughs> you think, you think I guess that's the, fair. The invention of Fanta Black that Fushigi balls would spike, that no. people would love them because they just wouldn't know what's going on. Just well, too they dark. can't get Fanta Black. Yeah, I mean, they could. It's a very, it's a very hard color to produce, and it's very brittle most of the time. And, most and it's also very expensive. Well, like I said, they could get it. No, they could. There's, there's another. Type you don't of think black. kids have enough money for Vanta Black? I mean, what's well, not kid. the kids' money? No. You think anybody? Robbie ever, Rich. Do you, you think, think Robbie Rich could buy it? Do you think a single person in the world bought a Fushigi for themselves? Robbie Rich. I, Isn't that the kid's name? Are you talking about Richie Rich? I think he's talking about <laughs> Richie Rich. But Robbie it's Rich. It's a distant cousin that you, didn't get as much money. Robbie Rich is like a, I, really I think you're like combining that. Robbie Rotten and Richie Rich. That's quite interesting. A, that's quite a character. Yeah, right? I feel like it would just be Robbie Rotten. Like it would just be the character. Except blonde. Well, yeah, that's true. Except blonde. But my spine does hurt. That That's... Okay. My spine really hurts right now. I was under the impression the, it didn't. The way I have to sit in order to make this microphone be in front of my mouth. If someone put See, a Fushigi ball on your back, would it help? I Honestly, I believe so. I think the mm. the magical power is inherent within a Fushigi. Do you think you could do tricks with your spine? It's it, like, you know, it's a little... I think I'm not too far off. Okay. I think I need a little bit more, more shaping. Well, well, if you haven't scratched your spine yet, right? So if you just... Move it a little bit. It'll look like right. It'll, it'll look. look like it'll it. look the same yeah. from all angles when I, when I move it around. I don't have any problems. Yeah, yeah. It's a shame I already scratched my spine. <laughs> How'd you scratch your? I spine? I think you did more <laughs> than scratch it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, my mom used to scratch my spine when I was little before I would go to bed. She used to etch. <laughs> etch a sketch <laughs> on your back. <laughs> yes. Man, that was. A, I liked etch a sketches. They're pretty cool. What's the one with the lights? It'd be like this black thing with a bunch of holes and it shone light out oh a light bright ah oh that's a that's a name I everybody heard knows the words except for me Correct. connor do you know what a light bright is you're looking i at me owned like, one yes. okay i'm glad i also owned one i also owned one i didn't Cameron? like it very much because i thought it was a inferior toy to an etch-a-sketch yeah it is kind of inferior to an etch-a-sketch How? although well i wouldn't say it's i had one yeah it okay, was like good. pixel art before minecraft <laughs> I think, there, I think there so. was also pixel art before Minecraft. I don't think so. No, nope. considering Minecraft <laughs> no. is, is pixel art, isn't it? <laughs> I, I really, I don't know if it was such a pioneer in the field. I, I'd like to think it was. All right, you could think that. Y- you'd never see just random people doing pixel art until they got Minecraft. That's and very be like, true. Oh, I'm gonna make a Pikachu, a pixel art Pikachu on my server next to my house. I don't. You don't, th- you don't th- think anyone ever made a Pikachu on their Lightbright? I don't think we. Ran I think. I think they did, but it wasn't. You know, it wasn't widespread. I don't think we ran in the circles of people who would know what pixel art is until Minecraft came out. Yeah, I think I is, mean, the, maybe. is the reality of it. But I bet the same people who built Pikachus next to their houses in Minecraft also put Pikachus on their light brights. That's I, you know, I, I think I would agree with that. I probably tried to make Pikachu on a light bright once, and then I realized that you can't get brown on a light bright, and it just didn't work. I thought there was a brown one. There's all have. like the very. The very bright colors, of course, you know, big yellows, blues, whites, reds, greens. Yeah. All the light colors and all the bright colors were there. Did y'all ever do those little things where you would put the beads together and then you'd iron them? Yes. Yeah. Those were the greatest. That was sick. That was yeah. pretty sick. We did that in after, after school. Aftercare? Something like that. I, I had a babysitter for a little bit and then she always came over and did that. With us was she school. hot? Okay. I don't remember. So probably not. So no, yeah. You would remember <laughs> if the answer was yes. That's the thing. You would have been a lot more excited about The Babysitter had that been the case. It's true. Is that what that movie was called that we watched? Yes, I think it was. And then The Killer Babysitter, Queen. Killer Queen, yeah. I didn't get to see that one. Yeah. You didn't? You didn't and I did. Yeah, I guess Josh got to see it. Way to rub it in. Don't worry about it. 
Sound yeah. like I wanted to see Bella Thorne again. <laughs> <laughs> hey, is it like that? No. <laughs> <Is it? laughs> I'm perfectly fine with not seeing Bella Thorne. Yeah, I feel Thorne like you again. have the power to see her if you really wanted to. Yeah, yeah I could just go back and watch, uh, what was that show? Shake It Up. Yes. <laughs> it was Shake yeah. It Up, okay. starring Zendaya. One of those people became a lot more popular than the other one. It's a good. I who? No. Which one do you? Think? <laughs> I feel like they both have a pretty equivalent amount of fame at this point. I don't know. Well, I one's feel like, on the raunchy scene, and one's on the Disney Channel. I scene. feel like Zendaya. Is Zendaya is, still? I thought I saw something the other day that was like she's she not was still on Disney. She's not. I didn't think so. She's like a musician now, right? Like she does. Yeah, she does music. I feel like I've never seen anything bad about Zendaya. I have seen bad things about Bella Thorne though, but I thought that was just because <laughs> she did a bunch of drugs. And everybody was like, ooh, a person famous doing drugs. Doing drugs. <laughs> no way. <Whoa. laughs> How could we have guessed? Ella Thorne? I mean, I think... Have spotted it. What was his name? Yeah. Mitchell Musso, another Disney star. Also, like, he, he got fired while he was on shows for getting a DUI. Well, and yeah. If, you're on, if you work for Disney Channel and you get a DUI, yeah, you're going to be fired. Ooh, yeah, I'm not saying I'm surprised he was fired. I'm just saying, like, nobody ever said anything bad about him. They were just like, oh, yeah, you got a DUI. No longer Disney. But, like, Bella Thorne does drugs, and they're like, Bella Thorne sucks. Now she got an OnlyFans. What a bitch. I don't, I've never heard that before. You've I heard that heard there that? were people who were like, man, Bella Thorne did drugs. But I never heard that people, like, got mad at her for it. Zendaya stopped being a Disney kid when she was 24 in uh, 2018. It's very old to stop being a child. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess so. I mean, some people just don't have the luxury of choosing. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> she was she under was under contract. Yeah, she was under contract. <laughs> Remain a child. It's wild. I'm trying to think of like other childhood toys that other people remember. That the, other people like, remember but not you. <laughs> <laughs> How could you remember uh, things that other people remember but not you? Um, it just seems like a few times. There's like effort. the completely ignoring this. Maybe. The guy with like a mustache, but you have a little magnet pen and little uh, magnet shavings that you would, like move around. Like, okay, uh, I never had that. Did those have a name? No, they were like the little one dollar things. Like yeah, like any like I'm sure any company could have produced it and made a name for it, but I would playing never. playing with iron shavings was awesome. Still, uh, Loki still is awesome. Yeah, it's still kind of. Oh, magnets often. magnets are the coolest toy. Like anything created with magnets is the coolest toy. It's just true. Why don't they sell ferrofluid to kids? Because they would drink it. <laughs> they yeah. Would drink and it. they'd also eat magnet shavings. Well, Did yeah. you eat magnet but shavings? I ate magnets. <laughs> just whole magnets. <laughs> what ha- what happened to those magnets? They came out the other <laughs> yeah, side. I'm sure they came out. I don't know. It wasn't much of a That's struggle. What happens? It's kind of cool. We should we should get a big neodymium magnet and just wave it in front of Clay's stomach and yeah. see <laughs> if they're still in there. We should we should get like those you know those magnets that would like clack together like you yeah. release them and like and, like they rattle and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, those were so annoying, but I would mess with them all the time. Those were pretty great, but you like them all the time. You know, you swallow one and then you put the other one like on your throat to see if you can like stop it on the way down. Let's <laughs> see if you can pull it back out. <laughs> when did you have those? Those like rattling magnets. I've, all ages. Yeah, I probably from still four have years them. old to when I was nineteen. Well, actually, when I moved into my current apartment, when I was moving the lamp that's on my desk right now, um, like it's got like the lamp is metal and it's got like this weird inside section. And when I was moving it, I found out that there were two of those in there. Oh, they just like found their way in. Yeah, I, I mean, at some point, I've had this like lamp for a long time. I assume I just like stuck them onto the metal, and like sometimes I'd mess around with them or like hit them around when I was like fumbling for the lamp, and then they just ended up in there. It's wild. I'm just trying to like, because I know when you were a kid, you were trying to make 
no noise. Maybe yeah. even anti-noise. I, I hated making noise as a kid. If, but if, that was the one exception? Was the little rattling? It was the clackers. Well, I wouldn't... It's not. That's not something I would do in public, I guess. I just, like... So you know. can make noise at home. It wasn't like A Quiet Place or whatever that movie is. Yeah, it's not like I just avoided all sound. I think you're thinking of The Quiet Place too. Oh. Yeah. yeah. What's the other one? Bird something? The Quiet Place. The Quiet Place, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you think, you're talking about Bird Box, but Bird Box doesn't have anything to do with being quiet. Nothing in that movie had anything to do with volume. Yeah, okay. Bird Box was... You were supposed to be blindfolded in Bird yeah. Box? Is that if, what you, if you looked at whatever the fuck ghost thing what happened in the air, then you would kill yourself. You got KO'd? Well, you'd kill yourself. Kill yourself. oneself. Yes. Yeah. It would just happen. That's interesting because do yeah. I don't know if they came out at the same time or what, but I also got Bird Box in a Quiet Place confused a lot. Well, could they have a very similar themes. Sip one has a yeah. horror based on your senses. Yeah. They just chose different ones. When's yeah. the taste one coming out? <laughs> if you taste the ghost, you die. <laughs> That's that just sounds way less scary than either of those could be. It's the it, chef from that, Ratatouille, and if you taste something that you don't like, or like the the mm-hmm. smell one, like you start to smell the ghost, and then you just <laughs> it's just you have like an allergy to something, and you just live your life, <laughs> but you just you know you have a deathly allergy to something. Mm-hmm. I feel like the smell one would be like actually kind of creepy. Like obviously you couldn't convey that very well to the audience, but still, like if you were to just like smell something and you like know that's the ghost smell, like that would be creepy. I feel like that's a movie that would have come out in like the '60s, like a, like a black and white horror film is like the smell from outer space, you know? Like <laughs> that's a movie that mm. that w- could not possibly be made. Really, I was thinking yeah. like in the early way. 2000s slash like Disney World style, because you know how they have like uh, the gas is like comes out, yeah, something like that, like a 4D movie, you know? Uh, yeah, those all suck. They Every do. They're all bad. shit. Every single one of them. Well, it's because they put shit in the dispenser. <laughs> and, <it> just, <laughs> and they just put on the fan behind it. Yeah. <laughs> smells pretty bad, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I I think Bird Box is an inferior film to Quiet Place. Yeah. That's I what I've heard. You. But I think the reason why those they only make movies, like those are the only two movies they can make like that is because those are the only two senses that people like actually care about. Yeah. You know, I just think they're the only ones that work in that that context. Well, those are the only two pieces of information that can be transmitted over a video format. Yeah, right. For now, for now, yeah. I mean, you could. Yeah, I wouldn't be like, "Oh, you touched the ghost." Run away! You (laughs) feel the ghost. Feel something. I feel something. Something like Slimer. You know, Slimer's pretty cool. He's my idol. I know. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I brought him back to life. Fun so much. So, you would say that A Quiet Place is better. So, if you were like Josh, you need to watch one of these movies. You would highly suggest that one. Yeah, I would. I would suggest you watch Quiet Place over Bird Box. Bird Box is not really like worth your time. Yeah, I haven't really heard anybody say that Bird Box is a good movie. I just got it confused with A Quiet Place, which I've heard people say is a good movie. I've seen both of them. Quiet Place is worth watching. Bird Box is not worth watching. Okay, because when it came out, I remember seeing. You know, once again, this could be the very much like the confusing point of I just got them confused, but I thought I remember seeing a lot of things. Well, you know, I from Bird Box because Netflix was like, well, yeah, it's a Bird Box was a Netflix original, and it came out. You know, it's good. It came out right at the beginning of quarantine, so literally everybody was everybody was like, hmm, I'm gonna go on Netflix because I have nothing to do. Oh, what's the first thing on Netflix? Bird Box. 
Yeah. Was it really Beanie Points? See, I thought it was it's, a it's like, I it was like two years ago. It's what? just like those a... Are, you was, know what? Those was, are the same thing. <laughs> what? No, no, no. That was like a year ago was quarantine. It's, only, it's been less than a year, right? One year, nope. two it's years. Been, it's been about a year and a half. year and a half. It's been like a Shit. year and three months. Yeah. Wow, it really has. Yay! It's coming up. No. Coming up it's on been... what? What is it coming up on? I'll coming know, up on the year and four months. Bring up my Anniversary. Gonna turn around and hit the space bar like that. Well, I was gonna hit the space bar and then R because I wanted to record because I didn't want if we lose it, I didn't want to lose everything. I think I'm gonna start doing that now in absence of the backup recorder. Fair mm. enough. That's my favorite key is the R key. No, it's not. I just lied to you. When you play Binding of Isaac and you're doing a lost run, you're just like, no item room, R, no item room, R, R. <laughs> item room. The poop, R. You know, I, I just got that unlocked the other day. The R key, like holding down R is like, yeah. The, was it called the resetter? It's I called think. the R key, isn't it? Like the achievement name. Oh, I don't know the achievement. That's I've always liked that concept in games that like if you reset a lot, that the game will somehow like know and like punish you for it. Like Mr. Rossetti yeah. from was that Animal Crossing is where he originally was, and then in Smash yeah. Brawl he came around because he was in Sis Trophy. It's a good time. More games need to punish you for resetting. More games just need to punish you. I think. I think I could agree with that. I think if more games had had built-in punishment protocol, I think we would live in a better society. Yeah, I think you just sound like a masochist, but that's okay. He does, but I think he's right. Yeah, but what's your problem? I mean, I don't have a problem with it. I no, just you sound it, like you have a problem. Well, I don't have a problem with I, it. It sounds just, like you have a problem. I'm just not a masochist. I don't know about that. I'd rather punish the game. <laughs> so, you're, so you're a sadist. <laughs> yeah. I see, I see. More, more games should have ways to build in where you can just delete parts of the game code. If you, whenever you want to. Yeah, that's why I love the Stanley Parable. <laughs> <laughs> that game was as interesting. Man. I never played it. It was a very good but game. I, I mean, I, I, that doesn't surprise me at all, Cameron. But I remember you it, to, you and don't my, need my to friend say, played it. You, you don't need to say when you haven't done something. You should say when you have done something, because that's more like. See, but if, to I, be if I only do that, then nobody will tell me about the things that I haven't done, and I won't get any knowledge. <laughs> he won't gain something. Well, do you need to know about the Stanley Parable? Is oh, that what I'm hearing? Yeah, I could, I could learn about the Stanley Parable. You know, so basically, it's like a walking simulator game. I don't even remember exactly. Simulator. It is. It is. I you would describe it as that. You basically you walk. You don't do anything else. Well, you no. You sometimes you press buttons. That's true. Sometimes you press buttons. They're like puzzles, maybe. I don't yeah, know. a thousand times to get the baby. But um, <laughs> in, a, in Stanley Parable, basically there's like there's a narrator, and he basically narrates what you're supposed to, like what you're about to do. And you have options at points where you can like go off the beaten path, like what he, like you can purposely not do what he's telling you to do. Yeah, the, and the, then he'll be like, "Why would you do that? Don't do that." But it's okay for now, you know. You can get back on track if you do this. And then you don't you know. do it again, and then he's yeah. like, "I'm getting angry." Yeah, the the archetypal like literally the beginning of the game is like Stanley was in his room. He he came to a set of two doors, and he took the door on his left, and then two doors open. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you can go left, and then he's like. Stanley was headed towards his boss's office, or you can go right, and you're like, Stanley obviously decided that he would like to take a stop at the employee lounge before he headed to his, <laughs> back, you know, and then over time, if you keep, like, not doing the Why things he says, Why are you doing says, this to me? Then he will Why? start talking directly to you, uh-huh. as opposed to narrating the story, and you can do a whole bunch of, there's, like, there's a like, bunch of secret endings, yeah. and, like, yeah. there's a and, bunch like, of things. And, like, code you can type in, too, to, like, just change, like, how things look, and, like, whatever yeah. else, and. There's like an observer thing where you can really just like look at the whole level design, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I thought like my concept of the game was it was one of those games that had a room that was like everybody's seen this room in their nightmares kind of thing. I have no idea what you're talking. about. Do you think about. it's a horror game? Is that what you thought? Not 
explicitly, <laughs> but like one of those. Like, have you never heard of that concept? Like, no, I I know that exact picture you're thinking of, and I feel like that could, I could see that. But since I know what Stanley Parable is, it doesn't work. It's okay, not yeah, even yeah. close. No, you don't. There's these. Sometimes there's like there's a specific one, but I think there's like maybe two versions of it that I've seen over my lifetime that are like rooms. That it's just like the the main one is like a, just a yellow room kind of like oh you talking about like the back room the back room the back room yeah, yeah. Is it the same photo yeah I where think it's, there's like it's completely room. blank but like the walls yeah. are yellow it's like and an it's office got like a almost it's, it's like it's everyone's seen this room light. in their na- dream yeah. yeah nightmare or whatever well yeah. when I tried to look it up it only gave me faces even though I specifically said rooms is it all the Jeff the Killer face is that oh that's a creepy dude. Have you seen him in your nightmares? <laughs> no, I can't say I have. I might later. I might tonight. <laughs> I thought that was, like, because I don't have my glasses on, I thought that was Sheldon from uh, <laughs> The Big Bang Theory. <laughs> He's somewhat resemblant. Yeah. Somewhat. I, I, well, I can't see him. I was like, yeah, I guess I've seen him in my nightmares. <laughs> Whatever. I think you're, yeah, no, that's pretty good. Yeah, when was the last time you all had a nightmare about The Big Bang Theory? Well, I've had a nightmare about young Sheldon, if that counts. <laughs> you have? No. I actually think I have had a nightmare that it has included... The Big Bang Theory. I think it. I had one in my <laughs> life, but I think it did happen. I don't remember the. Did deep... Sheldon steal Penny from you? Is that what no, happened? but I think he killed somebody. What? Well, like he? I think he shot oh. somebody in front of me. <laughs> okay. And you were like, went, Sheldon. Oh, oh, and dropped the gun. <laughs> no, it was like a. It was like a situation where we were all like lined up to be executed. Oh my god! What? And he was oh like, he was like going down the line, and he shot the guy like immediately to my left, and I was like, the game over, man. And I don't know if he killed me or not. I don't remember. Man, was, Sheldon's a cold-hearted <laughs> killer. Really yeah, that's that's awful. Yeah. I'm sorry that you had that dream. Why? It must have been terrifying. Yeah, no, why? I enjoyed it. Why yeah. are you apologetic? <laughs> I want, I want there to be more uh, more situations where games can punish you. So, okay, <laughs> that's true. He wants to be in more lineups for the guy to the left of him get shot by Sheldon Cooper. <laughs> yeah, he wants more nightmares. Honestly, Hunters like I wouldn't be that upset. Like uh, me neither. I wish my I had like could remember my dreams or made them more interesting. I just don't have dreams. Well, anymore. there's well, a difference between having a nightmare and having like a cool dream where you're just fucking like flying or something. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't like my nightmares. They're not fun. I wake up and I'm like, wow, my heart is racing. I feel like I could die. They're not even like intellectually interesting. No. Like you're looking, I wonder why that happened. I've I've never had a nightmare in the sense of like, I woke up and I was still afraid. I've really, I've had nightmares where I was like scared in the dream. And then I wake up and I'm like, that was pretty cool. (laughs) But I've never had a I've never had a nightmare where I wake up and I'm like, holy fuck. Have you ever woken up from a nightmare and like was like crying? No, I've I've never had nightmares. That make, You've I've, had fun nightmares. I've had yeah, I've had nightmares. <laughs> you of haven't like, had nightmare nightmares. Well, I, all of my nightmares that I would classify as that are like big monster chasing me. I run away, then he gets me and kill me, or like I'm falling from the sky and I'm looking down at everything and then I hit the ground and go splat. I've never like, had a falling nightmare, but I have the only one I've ever had that I remember specifically. Actually, I think there was another one. There was one where I train drove through my bedroom wall wow. at home. That's pretty cool. There's a train like a, the city over from my house. And I, w- <laughs> I heard it and I was like, why is that train so close? And then it, it drove through my wall and killed me. But the other one was that an alligator kept chasing me and killing me multiple you times. Me there's only two like memorable nightmares that you've had. Really? Or those are the ones that like just come to the top of your head? I've got a lot of nightmares that I remember. Yeah, I have a good... F- I don't like them. <laughs> They're not fun. <laughs> like, define not fun. Like, are they just, like, traumatizing? Or is it... Yes, most of them. 
Like, is it like people you love like getting hurt? Is it like you getting hurt? Is it like? I mean, I think one of my most memorable nightmares was like, um, I think I was already having like one bad dream, and then it shifted to another bad dream, and mm. in the other bad dream, I was like in my room in my bed, yeah, and I was scared like I would be if I had just woken up from a nightmare. And I called out to my mom, but for some reason, like, my voice wouldn't come out. And so I was like, I guess I'm just going to have to go to my mom's room. I'll have to brave it. And so I walk out of my room, and I turn down my hallway, and I turn into the kitchen. And I can see, like, straight from the kitchen to my parents' bedroom, my mom's just standing there. And I'm like, oh, mom, there you are. And she, like, opens her arms up, and I run towards her to, like, give her a hug and, like, be That's like, mom. And so, uh, like, when I get there, ride. like... I go in for the hug, and she, like, jams her thumb into my eye and, like, throws me to the side. Whoa. Holy shit. And I don't remember, like, much about it besides that and it being, like, kind of creepy. But I remember waking mm-hmm. up, like, immediately after that, and I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, I can't, well, I can't, what yeah. am I supposed to do, call for yeah, my mom? no. Yeah, no, no. That's pretty frightening. I, it's the only, like, really memorable nightmare I had, um, like in terms of content like that was like that that was like actually scary scary and not just like um oh i'm running away real fast oh i'm <laughs> having a fun time you know right. be, being chased by a big evil monster it was like i had a, a like a really awful nightmare this might be a little graphic but like i was i was really young this was before my sister was born actually um where i was like hanging out with my family and then um it was like nighttime, but we were like in the living room or whatever. And then I like went to the bathroom and I heard like while I was in the bathroom, like while I was peeing, I heard like a bunch of screaming and like murder sounds coming from my living room. And I was like, uh, and I like left the bathroom and I walked out and my parents were like exploded. Like their bodies were destroyed in my living room. And I was like, uh oh. And I heard like monster sound. And so I ran into my bedroom and I like locked the door and just like laid down on my bed and pretended to be asleep. And then I like heard my door open and I was like under my covers and I was like, my covers will keep me safe, you know, type deal when you're like Uh a little kid. Um, And then the dream ended. I like I hid under the covers and I heard a bunch of like monster sounds and stuff. And the dream ended when I like pulled my covers back and both my parents were just like sitting on either side of my bed in chairs, just like looking at me, like dead in the eyes. In the dream, or in the dream? Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's terrifying. The, and yeah. I was like, "These are not my parents." And I and I woke up and I was like, "Oh, oof. <laughs> yeah." Like, that was quite, that was pretty scary, but it, it is it is interesting how dreams and especially nightmares have like a punchline almost. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that. I feel like because there's always with nightmares specifically, there's always something that hits you and then you wake up. Because a lot of a lot of dreams will, like non nightmares will like end like randomly, mm-hmm. yeah. Because you'll be like interrupted in the middle of them is why you remember them in the first place. But like nightmares are their own reason for waking you up, right? Right. And so the final thing that gets you and like startles you awake will be the thing that you remember, I guess. But I need to just do one of those like. I'm not a big journaling person, but I need to do one of those like write down my my like dreams dream in the morning so I can start remembering them because like once you start talking about them all the time or writing them down that's when you start remembering your no le- legitimately i i went through um i talked to my mom about it for a while because i was really into like lucid dreaming back mm-hmm. in like, middle school and my yeah, mom yeah. was like yeah i went through a huge phase of that uh in college actually she she um told me how she dated this guy who was like super rich and she told him about that and he was like wow that's cool and so like a week later he got her a gift of like this 
fucking like dream VR headset oh, that yeah. like you put on. I told this. I told you this already. I think that you like put on while you're asleep, and it's supposed to is like shine lasers into your eyes to make you be able to like control your sleeping. They somehow. still have shit like that. Do no, they actually? I, I thought I yeah, heard about it'll that be before. like infrared light. Yeah, or, or some, some shit like that that they shine on your face, and it's supposed to like yeah do something i don't she said she doesn't really remember if it worked that well but yeah yeah but i don't know it was a, it was a funny idea but yeah, she told me she was like yeah all you got to do is just if you write them down and i i did for a while and i had a lot more dreams yeah once <laughs> i started like trying to keep a record of them but i think that would be just an interesting thing to look back on yeah to read your old dreams and be like what the fuck? they're all in some composition notebook somewhere locked away so i don't <laughs> yeah yeah i should probably honestly write down all the dreams that i can remember right now that i've had because like i, I don't think i forget that many but i also wouldn't know right because you wouldn't remember. yeah def- like I, I definitely remember a lot of dreams that i've had like over time yeah you remember far more than me right i remember two yeah yeah <laughs> what were you saying josh no i was like i think i think writing them down is a good idea because like there was one that, that i had the other day and i was like oh man this is so vivid there's no way i'm gonna forget it and like i just remember like I- like it's like the title of the paper, and that's it. That's what, like I go like scroll down. There's nothing there. I'm like I always do that. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I'll I'll hear like music, and then I'll be like, I'll remember that. That's so good. When I wake up, I'm like, shit. No, that that's a thing. Like it hasn't been happening for a while, but back when I was in composition class, when we were in composition class, yeah. and back when I was in music theory, and we were doing a lot of like music analysis, I started having dreams where I would hear like music like it wouldn't and it wouldn't just be like a single like melody like da 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 da. it would be like a full like orchestration mm-hmm. of a piece and i would be like wow that was pretty and then i would wake up and i would have like i would remember like two seconds of it and i would be like man and then you remember you remember those two seconds for four seconds yeah and then you and then you'd be like <laughs> and then they're gone. gone yeah and it's i don't know it made me wish that i had some like i had the ability to just i've literally thought about out. like do you ever, I mean, you can, I mean, it's not that, I don't think it's hard at all to do consciously, but just to, like, imagine, like, a full, like, say, a symphony of music, right? Like, just compose it in your head, like, be like, oh, that would sound pretty cool. Like, I feel like future tech, or they can just, like, take your, your brainwaves and reverse engineer it and pull out whatever music you're thinking about will make compo- composing so cool. Because, like, all the amount of shit I've been like, oh, that would be sick. You won't have to, like, try and figure it out what's in your head. You can just, you just like, directly out, translate yeah. it. yeah. I think that would make music, like, not only, like, ultimately, like, way more competitive, but it would also just make it so much cooler. Yeah. Right? You yeah. you'd be like, this is... This is me. This is my you, There would be so many pieces labeled, like, 3.32 p.m. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> August 5th. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, just... I don't know. It is, I, it, go ahead. Sorry, just on the topic of dreams, not to, like, pull it off the music track at all, but have I talked about... There was a dream I had a couple weeks ago. I know Josh has heard about it, um, but... I was like a Greek hero, basically. Have I talked to you guys about this? No. You were so, in the monomyth. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, I was. I was basically just me. I was a normal dude. Maybe I was like fit enough to wield a sword. And he's a Greek I guess. hero. Yeah, much more. If fit you don't than know, Clay's Greek like hero. We currently are. Yeah, but I kept getting these like assignments from. I think it was Zeus, maybe. Don't really remember. I think it was random gods. Like different gods would give me different tasks. But it's basically like the labors of Hercules in a way. And most of them were pretty easy, like, mundane things, like, you know, go over here and, like, stop these bandits or, like, go do this, like, side quest in a, in a video game. Yeah, yeah. And then at some point, I'm chilling in a tavern, and I get, like, you know, my, my quest, like... <laughs> Your earpiece yeah. updates. <laughs> and Poseidon is like, okay, 
um, my arch nemesis, I, I forget his name. He's one of the, uh, not the Titans, but one of like the giants that the Titans created to fight the gods, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one who was supposed to fight Poseidon, he's like, he's come back and he's outside the town you're in and I want you to kill him. <laughs> and, <you were> like, <laughs> and I was like, that is way harder than anything I can do. And I'm just a dude. Um, and so like, I guess to celebrate my last night, I went to a bar and I got super drunk. You just thought you were going to die? Like, you were just like, yeah, yeah this ain't happening. And I, I think, I remember, I don't know if it was, like, my friends who were there, stuff like that. Like, in the dream, they were my friends. I don't remember if they were actual friends or not. But um, I got a tattoo, and it was, like, this really epic, like, tattoo that, like, started on my shoulder and went all the way down my arm. And it was depicting me, like, beating the shit out of this, <laughs> out of this giant that I was about to face the next day. It's a little optimistic, don't you think? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, like, in the dream, I did it. And I was like, that's so cool. And I walk back into the town, and I've got, like, this tattoo depicting everything on my arm. And I'm like, that's exactly how it went. It was so cool. And I woke up from this dream because um, I think I got, like, a new assignment. I think this has been, a re- like, a recurring dream. Yeah, yeah, But um, I remember waking up, and I, I wanted that, like, that t- tattoo so bad. <laughs> yeah. That would be kind of sick. You, the problem is you'd have to sketch it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, I, I remember immediately getting, like, my iPad, my Apple Pencil, and opening opening up Procreate and, like, starting to draw something and then being like, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> those, are the, those are the kind of skills that I've always wanted to develop, like, for that specific reason, is, like, the ability to draw, like, at least to a somewhat realistic degree, mm-hmm. you know, the ability to like compose to write music so I, if I hear something I can write it down and create something you know somewhat related just cause I, I don't know I feel like that's the like I, I don't know if this if this goes for you Clay as well um, but like for me personally that's what always seems to make me feel like disconnected from the world is when I have things in my head that I can't like make reality reproduce mm. yeah uh, show yeah. someone else and so just the ability to like have an idea and be like this is it look this is what i wanted to to do <laughs> uh-huh. and then it be an actual representation yeah i like it is kind of like frustrating i think that skills like that that seem like they could be very basic take a lot of effort yeah so. and i i feel like I don't know if you guys have seen, there was like an episode of, I think, the Joe Rogan podcast. It was the one where he had Elon Musk on, and Elon talked about how, like, in the future, it's possible that um, we'll basically develop, like, an AI cortex of the brain. So, Mm -hmm. like, basically humans will have a third, like, section of their brain that's entirely dedicated to, like, basically things computers can do. Looking up information, doing math I think we talked about this before. I think we have, yeah. But he basically talked about that, and I feel like... Things like composing something that you hear, at least being able to like get pitches like perfect pitch, mm-hmm. but you know maybe even better, and being able to like create an image in your head and like maybe share it with other people or like get it down on paper or on some sort of like visible media for other people to see. I feel like that could become something like if that were to be true, I feel like that could become something that like just everybody could do, and that would I feel like that would just make the world a better place. I honestly, yeah, I I don't know. I feel like it would at least make people more confident in their ability to communicate. You know. When when you talk about like things like perfect pitch and like now would you say that everybody would have it or this would like you know this is all theoretical because that like no only only the rich people with the brain cortex <laughs> yeah. well well I'm saying like you know in the future we all have it does everybody have perfect pitch now like the general population or is it like a, like a fucking plug-in it's like yeah it's probably on. a plug it's probably a module you add okay. like if you don't care if you don't know what perfect pitch is but like why wouldn't it feel like it would be so well, easy that's that's my thing next is then like do we become perfectionist and you go and you start like oh i want to go watch this band live or you know whatever else if that's still a thing in the future right and then you hear them and they're out of tune 
And I'm like, wow, you're people, a piece of shit. People with perfect pitch enjoy stuff like that, though. Like, they're not... I mean, they do, but I feel like a lot of it is like, oh, I can tell that this is wrong. So then it becomes like this thing of you have to admire the, like humanity aspect of it or the part that it's not perfect that's the thing it's not wrong well that's a there's a philosophical aspect to that of what kind of enjoyment do you believe is better do you believe the enjoyment of something because you are ignorant of its faults or do you believe in the enjoyment of something despite knowing it is faulted well even it like i mean that's an interesting philosophical question yeah which of those do you believe is is better i i personally i think the latter is more like I enjoy music a, a lot more now than I did when I was younger, and I believe that's mostly because I know more about it. And so even when things are bad or wrong, I still enjoy them more because I'm less inclined to just be like, "Oh, I guess I didn't like that." I'm I mean, more inclined to be like, "We've talked about cool. things before <laughs> where we're like, if you see something, especially like even at college level or like whatever else, you see someone perform something bad, you're like, "Wow, that was terrible." Or even like you go back home and you see your band like. You might be like, oh, of course, it's a high school band. We're like, wow, this is terrible. Whereas your mom or the person next to you is just like, wow, they sound so great, right? And you're like, yeah, they I mean, do. I don't think the situation would give everybody like college-level music knowledge. I think it would just let them hear what a pitch is. I think there's a good chance that a lot of people would still hear pitches, and they could maybe be like, oh, that's an A. But they wouldn't know what that means. They would know what sharper flat is. It mm. might be sharper flat, and they would be like, okay. I mean, I don't even a- know if... 12 tone will still That's be what I, that a was another thing, thing I was by about. that point because yeah, we're, we're kind of shifting away from a well it's not even we're not really shifting away from that pitch center yet that that system well, I don't, but I don't, we've 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 eclipsed the point of exploring anything related to pitch and now we're exploring timbre and once we finish that um it's like we're kind of ha- going to have to go back to exploring pitch stuff I don't know I I think Josh that if you're the kind of person who goes and watches like you go to college and you learn about music this might this might alienate some <laughs> some band <laughs> people i know but if you're the kind of person who goes to college and pursues music and then you go back to a middle school or high school and you listen to them and you're like wow these guys are dog shit then I, <laughs> yeah. think, I think you're an asshole yeah, exactly. i, don't think, I, I, I think, agree i don't with think that. i don't think that's because you know more about music i think that's because you're a dick <laughs> i think if, yeah if you, th- if you think well that's bad like if you think like that I then you're just not a person i would ever want to be around mm. i'm sorry um that's why i do that yeah <laughs> <laughs> like there's like obviously they're not going to be as good as a like a much more trained much more developed you know instrumental ensemble but that's not like the point it's the same goes that's kind of what i mean as well um what i was talking about like the philosophical difference like i believe that liking a middle school band because you are ignorant that they are probably not that good as opposed to liking a middle school band because you understand conceptually what they are trying to accomplish and you know the level at which they are accomplishing it and still enjoying it is i think the latter is a superior experience at least in my mind Mm -hmm. if i go to a dance competition right me personally and i like watch it and i'm like wow that all looked pretty good i'm i might enjoy it because you know dance is cool but i'm not gonna be like Wow, I understood what was going on there, and I really, the I really yeah. conceptually enjoyed that because I don't know anything about dance at all. Like, if I'm a person who has studied dance and I know about it, and I go and I watch a dance competition, I feel like I would enjoy it on a deeper level than I it, would. Yeah, <laughs> when when I started learning about 
music theory, right? And then I was like, oh, chords. Okay, I understand kind of what those chords are. And then I was like, oh, that's cool. I had a greater appreciate for that. Yeah. And then when I started learning about mixing, I was like, whoa, oh, there's a whole other thing. And so it baffles me that even some people don't really understand that. Like, it, like they yeah. listen to music and they're like, oh, those chords are cool. Appreciation for music, but there's a whole farther step and there's an even farther step than what i am than i what i'm at and it's like that's kind of wild i don't know like who do you think who do you think gets more interest out of a football game like people who have played football (laughs) for 10 years or people well my thing too is like (laughs) with this what would you call it just like a microchip in your head i mean it's not it was like a extra it's a ai cortex basically this Artificial intelligence is living in your brain now. I yes. love that shit. Yeah, I want that. I want that to be a clip. I want to be able to put that, like, go on Discord and say it's an AI cortex, basically. <laughs> <laughs> just vo- video, like audio clip that. I just have that. That's really good. All right, continue. But at this like point of technology, like where everything is now not not you just like look up your phone and you're like oh what is this or i'm a fucking pull up shazam like what are they playing but like if i'm listening to this and i can have like everybody can have access to perfect pitch like something like that Mm -hmm. then i'm sure they can pull up like the score or they can pull up like whatever or they can literally play like another recording at the same time and be like what's different or like whatever and like well they could yeah i think that i mean i could some people will just (laughs) you could you could do that already just bring headphones yeah right but like the fact of like the ease of access or instant access That's like true. will change definitely is a factor the dynamic of like if like I wonder if it will change the dynamic if, if we become perfectionists. I don't for think so. I don't think stuff. so. I don't think we'll ever. I don't think the perfectionist act, like sure you'll even if for some reason it's desirable to pull up two recordings at the same time and listen to them and try and pick out the differences. That could be a method of appreciation, but it's never going to be like oh one is wrong or right. That's just not how like humans work. Well, he does have a point. I mean, that's how like classical music has kind of functioned for a long time. Like, if you are performing that's true, music actually. classically, you are trying to mimic what is considered. That's actually know, the my least favorite thing about classical music. That's <laughs> actually true. That's a good point. It's not. It's not really true about pretty much every other genre. I mean, you know? the, yes, the same yeah. goes as like. I mean, art. Like, if you somehow like can you know transfer this to your motor functions, mm-hmm. right? And you start doing something, people will be like, "Wow, look what I did!" Like, I've fucking did the Mona Lisa perfectly because I like I just learned the motor yeah, motor but, functions but, but like why would anybody do that because everybody can have a Mona Lisa eventually it's the point where there's so many but it's like then you start but going back into everybody that everybody can have the Mona Lisa now though I could go get a, I could go get a watercolor recreation of the Mona Lisa right I can go print it out and put it in like a picture frame not even that you could go get like a like a painted watercolor it's, it's recreation it's creation is why do you play music instead of only listening to it well, I think Why it would. would you're, oh, you're you're talking about like you would paint your own Mona Lisa yes. and put that on your wall yes. and be like, I. Well, uh, I, I mean, mean, people do that now. You could, people numbers. also do that now too, though. Anyway, I guess I, I mean I get what, what I'm saying, saying that it's easier. hundred percent replication yeah. of the Mona Lisa in the Louvre, making it at well, home. Well, then you just will, then the art just moves on. It will, yeah. It'll it'll invalidate like the basic stuff like that, but all that will do is allow the common person to reach a higher ceiling of skill nobody will be thinking about the mona lisa anymore they'll be like oh that's old art we could do that in the same way that like well people will still be thinking about the mona lisa people will be like mona lisa wow remember when people did this when they didn't have ai assistance but they won't be like nobody nobody will paint the mona lisa at their home and then hang it up on their wall and be like wow i painted that 
everybody will be painting some other complex abstract thing that is much harder to do even with an AI assistant. And yes. they will hang that up on their wall and be like, I did this because this is kind of difficult. Yeah, it's, it's just this, this, <laughs> the, the, ceiling, the ceiling will shift yeah. along. It will change I think that instead of become stacked on people top. People would probably still paint the Mona Lisa. Oh, yeah. yeah put but, it up on but their it, wall. But, it, yeah, yeah, but why less would cool. you care? Yeah. yeah. Why do you care about that? There, would, there will become a point in, in culture and time where people will not think about They'll be like, oh, that's we're not going to do that anymore. That's no longer cool or hip, and we're not going to hang that yeah. on our wall. There's this other like, artist who also, by our time frame, was like a thousand years ago or whatever, and then that they're going to try and recreate that one. And then you're going to be like, oh, is this new AI download version update make it too easy to ma- recreate <laughs> that guy's painting? And then you're going to be like, yes. And then people are going to move on to another thing a thousand years later. That's just the way culture works. Is I don't like think it's a thousand years. Well, the, whatever the time <laughs> yeah, yeah, frame yeah. is. Yeah. This is the way culture works. Is that if something becomes commonplace, it becomes less interesting. Like people will stop doing it because it is commonplace. Like we will move on to other. Nobody's right. going to keep doing the thing, and and despoil the nature of something like that. Because they're going to do it, and they're going to make it commonplace, and they will stop thinking about it. Yeah, I think it'll much, like, once, or I guess if things like general knowledge and computation and even motor skills were enhanced to the point where, like, I guess perfection was such an easy thing to do. Um, I Like, I, I really think the idea of music and art would move from... I mean, it already kind of has moved from whether it's perfect to whether it is creatively interesting. Yeah. But I think that would, like, the only place left to go would be, is this a good idea? Because it's not like the AI is just going to generate ideas for you. It's not going to, I mean, maybe. I mean, it it probably will. Yeah, well. (laughs) We have things that generate stuff. New ideas. Yeah, but they're not good. (laughs) I mean, yeah. But the thing about that is, like, I guess in my current conceptual position, the highest we could make a robot do or an AI do would just be as intelligent. It would just have other. It would just have ideas in the same way we do. They wouldn't necessarily be better or worse. That's. I mean, that's a falsehood. Like that is a false. That is a misconceptualization. I what mean, do you mean? You, like, like the AI, AI is AI not, and computer will be better than us. Well, and not not just better than us, but entirely separate. Like there is no AI is the way AI would think and the way AI does think right now is mm-hmm. is not similar at all to the way people think. Like it does it oh, would, really? it does not have ideas in the way people have ideas and it will not have ideas in the way people have ideas. Never, even if we build no. it. No. You would you would need we like in order to make something that complex, we would need to create a robot that doesn't think like a person <laughs> in so, order oh. and tell it to be able to make a digitized brain that thinks like a person because we hmm. the way like the way that our current like development of AI processes like work, it's it's completely separate from the human brain. Uh, that's a a lot of people have that misconception where they anthropomorphize like artificial intelligence, and it's it's just not it's it's not at all like a like a human brain. Like mm-hmm. you, there's no is it is it easy to describe in what ways it's different in any in a, like in any simplification? You, you would have to. I mean, okay. I could we could make this the rest of the episode. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, you 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 teach it something and it will like repeat what you taught it. It will not. I mean, so okay, like, so here's, like even here's, on generation. Yeah, I'll, I'll kind of simplify it down in a general sense. So here are the here are the ways that AI and people work similarly, right? So there's um there's different types of goals, right? That people and robots would have. There are um, instrumental goals. And there are terminal goals. So a terminal goal is a goal that you want because you want it. 
there's no reason for you to want that terminal goal. You might justify it to yourself as, oh, I want this for this reason. But you really just want it like because you want it. Like having kids. Like there's no real reason for you to have kids if you want to have kids other than you want to, right? Mm-hmm. Like how does that – You could justify it being like I want a family, but d- – Why do you, so want, you, a, you why, want a family? You just want one. Yeah. Because you want one, right? Yeah. Or like – um I don't know, like getting getting tattoos m- most of the time. I mean, like if you're if you're gonna be a gang member, sometimes getting a tattoo is for a purpose. <laughs> yeah, because it's like you need to have a tattoo to like show off something or something like that. But most of the time, people get tattoos because they, they want, want a, tattoo. a tattoo. It doesn't affect your life in any way to make your life better, like to make other things easier to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just you want it. There's day. no utility to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and those are terminal goals, right? Those are things you want because you want them. The other goals that exist in the world are instrumental goals, such as getting money. Nobody wants money so that they can have a lot of money. I mean, I'm sure there's some crazy person out there who wants to just have the most money in the world. That's all they care about, you know. But like 99% of people who want money want it because it will allow them to 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 accomplish their terminal goals easier, right? Mm -hmm. You know, like if you want to be anything in the world, if you want to have any career, it would help to have a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. If you want to do anything at all in the world, it would help to have money. That's just obvious. Um, same with, you know, being healthy. It, would, it helps to do whatever you want if you're healthy. Same with going to college and getting a degree. Like if you want to work in a field, an instrumental goal would be getting a degree in that field. Yeah. So that you, you could accomplish so what's, your terminal what's the goal. Yeah. Of working in that field. So what, wait, so are you saying that like AI does not have terminal goals? No. I'm saying that humans are a big evolutionary mishmash complication of terminal goals. We have many, many, many terminal goals and they're all separate and tangled up and confused and vary based on every person. And they vary in priority based mm-hmm. on every person, you know? And they're all separate. AI, unless you make it that way specifically, most of the time we'll have one terminal goal, which is what you tell it you want it to do. Right? Yeah. And, okay. And AI don't function like people in that we think about what our goals are and we consider them and we take what action we you know, think might get us there, but sometimes we don't because you know, we're not fully logical beings. We're not fully efficient beings. But AI will think about their goals and they will immediately take the action that they consider to be the most likely to get them there, to their terminal goal. So uh, there are these things as well called convergent goals, which are instrumental goals that help you achieve everything, like having a lot of money or having the ability to control all the resources of the world or you know, having the ability to annihilate all other working agents uh, in the entirety of time and space in order to prevent any interference with your goals. And as people... We don't really consider those things as options um, because they seem... Clay might. Right, clay might. <laughs> as, as, as people, we don't really consider those things to be feasible because, you know, we don't have ability to calculate how that stuff would work out. And also, it just it would violate so many people's terminal goals to seize control of all the power in the entire world and all the money in the entire world. And uh, Yeah, at some point, it's just not desirable. It's just not yeah. desirable. But for an AI, they would have no issue with it. And in fact, every AI that you would ever create, those would be the first things it would do. Like, if you, unless we design it effectively and specifically, like, you, you create an AI, right? 
like let's say a generalized artificial intelligence. It has a model of the universe and it can accurately predict things like a human would, mm-hmm. you know, how things would go if you do it a certain way, except it's a little better at it because it's a robot and it can yeah. you know, make Use calculations yeah. yeah, to do things faster. And you tell that robot, I would like you to make a sandwich for me. The very first thing that that robot would do is try to prevent you from turning it off in any way it can. It would, if it has an off button, it will work to isolate that off button from its systems. It will work to destroy that off button to make sure that you can never turn it off. It will work to probably kill everybody who knows about it. <laughs> what? <laughs> and, and isolate itself from any agents that could possibly stop it from creating the sandwich. It will work to consolidate all of the resources of the entire world um, as, as much as it can. It will, it will try to take you know, control of all of the power, all of the weaponry, all of the you know, not helping global my... resources of the entire planet. And it will attempt to, before it makes you this sandwich, it will attempt to completely prevent any possible way in which it could fail to make the, you the sandwich. Easiest way to do that is to you know, kill every other living, acting agent in the world who could possibly want it to stop you. From making well, this sandwich, in, in, I think most of like it, it's just it's just <laughs> fastest way and shortest route possible to solution goal. Right. So maybe not always destroy universe. So I am the only soul being other than my creator to give them the sandwich. But it is it is like like if you have well that, that's the thing is you would have to you would have to program in specifically a, a time frame. <laughs> right. Well, here's, would, here's the other thing too is like if we have two AIs mm-hmm. like against each other. Yeah. And you're like. You're like you tell each one like survive like you're going like hit the button to survive and yeah. they both like both of them will run to hit the button. Now you can try and teach it like empathy in some sort, but you're going to have this set limit. Like there's going to be something that tells the AI like one of them to not hit the button so that the other one can survive. Like maybe it's like if their like life expectancy expectancy or something is like above said number, then they will never hit the button, and the other person will always hit the button. It, it's it's like. There is nothing to tell them, like, the, like whatever we tell them is what it is. It's, like, it's no extra. It's not, like, how we can think about, like, how we right. will affect someone else. Yeah. It is strictly, will I hit the button, yes or no? And then if you te- try and teach it, like, empathy is, like, do they meet said requirements? Yes or no? Yeah. And if it's no, then they will hit the button. So all of this is to say that there is no point at which AI will ever get advanced enough to be as thinking as... I think, It'd be I think, as to achieve consciousness. I think that's a false way to put it. I think it, advanced is not how I would describe that because I think mm. AI could easily become more advanced than a human brain, like in terms of Compu- inte- intellectual output, yeah. in yeah. terms of like ability. resource management. Yeah, like quite easily. Um, but I like it, we would have to specifically make like we would have to design robots. And AI specifically to be like people if we wanted them to be like people. And that's not really the way that we know how to design artificial So Okay, so it's in, in the way that we – literally in the way that we code them or build them. And it would be it, infinitely it, more difficult to create a robot like a person than it would yes. be to create yeah. a robot that could do everything a person could do. So, so more of the story, <laughs> the tools we have to build AI – by nature, put it on a path that is not heading towards it, it's, human it's likely, again, it likeliness. It's the shortest and fastest route. Why teach – a robot to become a human to make a sandwich when I can just yeah. say make the sandwich. You're giving a you're you're giving a guy a shovel, right? There's so there's treasure in the ground, right? 
and you're giving a guy a shovel and you're telling him to dig an anthill <laughs> sized holes to get yeah. to the ground when that would be that would be the human brain and the AI brain is you give a guy a shovel and you just tell him to dig the treasure out. Yeah. <laughs> That's the Gotcha. There there's it just it's it just bypasses. Well any... it's it's way more difficult for a very like we we could create AI that passably mimics all human action way more easily than we could create AI that actively thinks like a person. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it's just us setting up those boundaries. Do I meet set requirement to right. do this? Yeah. Like, it mm-hmm. is just constantly checking a path and, like, yeah. choosing each other side depending on yes or no. Yeah. I mean, you can add, like, the other options, like, maybe or, like, whatever else. But it will choose a path that we create. Otherwise, it will take the shortest, fastest route. There's this, that um, is its goal. There's this really, really... Uh, Interesting channel on YouTube. Uh, two Minute Papers? No, Two Minute Papers is good, but they don't really talk about this. Um, it's called uh, Robert Miles, and he's an AI safety researcher. Um, and he does a bunch of these videos about um, the various ways in which, excuse me, the various ways in which AI researchers have attempted to um, theorize about how we could create artificial intelligence that will not immediately try to take over the world and kill everybody. The moment you release it, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's very interesting. Um, it talks about like maximizers and satisficers and all of these terms. That is, it, is it possible? Well, we'll it, find it, out. Not I mean, real. Like as far as we, we, nobody's come up with a solution that is for sure to great. work. So as right? we nobody's just continue to a solution that's even likely to, to work. Great. So as, as we just continue <laughs> to make AI passively, we're just we just know that we haven't come up with a solution to not make it kill us yet. Great. Great. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's interesting, right? Is because all the actual like artificial intelligence development research that we've been doing right now is pretty much like out of human hands. Like it's all of the work that is put into like creating artificial intelligence right now is pretty much people just feeding data into algorithms that they wrote mm-hmm. and seeing what comes out at the other side because it's already past the point of human comprehension, like by and large, and we haven't even created artificial intelligence that resembles anything close to like real like the the closest thing we have is gpt3 which i talked to clay about a little bit i think we um, talked about this on the podcast did we actually i don't think i've heard GPT- about this i don't think i, I don't think this. i don't think i've talked about it to anybody else besides okay. you okay um yeah clay special but gpt3 is basically they took uh an algorithm they wrote it was a text prediction algorithm so literally just a more advanced version of the autocorrect that pops up on the bottom of your keyboard when yeah. you type stuff and you can click whatever you think will come, word will come up next. Um, and they fed it um, all of Reddit and every single page Reddit ever has linked to. Like every page Reddit ever linked to in any subreddit ever, mm-hmm. um, which is, you know, yeah, billions massive. of pages yeah, Google uh, Fiber entire yeah they did okay. uh, for sure uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah a, a fucking massive amount of data um, and by the end of it they gave it they did a whole bunch of tests for it so like they would give it a headline um, and then they would tell it to write like a, write this yeah article. write an article based off this headline or they would give it a, um, a question and they would ask it to answer this question um, and a lot of people I say a lot of people. I saw a couple of videos of this. Um, started doing this thing where they would interview, quote unquote, GPT three. Uh-huh. They would tell it um, that they were interviewing it as itself, and they would ask it questions about itself, and mm-hmm. it would like answer them as if it was itself. And it's kind of eerie because it's like you can tell that it's not 
answering the way a person does, but it's logically responding to questions and it's it calls back to previous points in the interview. It doesn't just respond. Really? Yeah, and it it actively like follows through with the logic of questions and stuff. Um which is wild. That like, is that is really crazy. It's kind of it's kind of creepy. Um uh and the other thing that was wild about it is after feeding it all of that data, they actually um, one of their tests was they wanted to see if GPT-3 could do other things besides just text prediction. So they started uh, feeding it some math. And this is an algorithm that is solely designed for text prediction. It has n- no... No experience with No arithmetic, no no nothing. Like, n- no formulas included in it. Um, and they fed it, like, geometric problems, and it solved them accurately. Like, I mean, do you think that's because it ate it up... Encountered, artic- art- yeah, it encountered Reddit articles. Yeah. Well, even that's wild to think about. Yeah. Well, that means that basically, like, it took math from just random articles and reverse engineered all of math to be yeah, able to answer because questions. they fed yeah. it completely original problems, and it came up with accurate solutions to never before seen. God, that's crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess that's interesting. That that's like a whole, it, it, like you said, it's not like not thinking like a person would, but it, thinking like a robot would. Like yeah, it's, it's exactly. that's robot consciousness. That's now. what I'm saying. It's it's beyond the point of human comprehension of how this thing works. Like if, if you looked at the code of this thing, I imagine it's completely like even to somebody who knows computer science, like looking at that, it's even to the guy who built it. Yeah, it's yeah. probably completely unreadable nonsense. But it's all of it works together to. That's that's yeah. whack as hell. Yeah, a weird world. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's the thing, and that's only that came out a couple months ago, right? And months, was, yeah. Sheesh. Maybe maybe up to a year ago. I don't know exactly, but yeah, uh-huh. during quarantine, sometime. Probably. Yeah. So, do you understand computers now and AI? <laughs> Have I, you learned? I I understand them a little bit better now. Actually, yeah. I'm I'm slight. I'm I think I'm more terrified, but I'm also more. Well, you should be. Yes, I <laughs> yeah. think everybody should be. Like, I think that like that is the way the world is going to end. As if it does, is if somebody creates AI and they mishandle it and. It just kills everybody. Like this. Yeah, yeah. this is actually GBT three talking to you right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this this whole podcast has just been GBT three the whole time. But we should four see. different personas. Yeah, created. We should delete all of the Reddit from GBT three and just feed it Balcony Brothers podcast. <laughs> <laughs> see what it comes up with. Nonsense. Great. It comes uh, up with absolute garbage. Yeah. Just, <laughs> that's the only AI that wouldn't destroy the world because yeah. it would have no idea how to function. And so I want to make us a an AI to go through all of our script and create a Balcony Brothers episode. That would be wonderful. <laughs> that would be... We can transcribe it for you. We'll find someone to transcribe We will send you all of the episodes in text form. I will transcribe them myself <laughs> And then you, you do that. will create an AI to analyze and then therefore create an episode that would of be, the Balcony Brothers That podcast. would be really funny, actually. What is, do you think, like, if that were to happen, would I would be down to voice act that episode. We, oh, yeah. I mean, what, how, what episode is this? 32. 32. It only has 32 episodes to go off of as That's, compared to how much well, that was, of, their, that of Reddit. Was so, so, but like we will get some, a little, maybe, maybe some hiccups here and there, but you know, we can read through them. I mean, it is, you know, it's like what, 30 hours of training data, maybe more. So, I mean, it's not bad. I mean, it's a little, it's not that great for sure, but <laughs> it's enough that it could try. Yeah. It could try. It could, learn, it could it grow it with us. It would probably, it would grow every, every, every three episodes we do a GP3 episode <laughs> where we feed it the last three episodes, we add it to its repertoire and it, it comes up with more bullshit. It sounds, that sounds like we could do that for a special. <laughs> that'll be on our episode 50. That'll be on our Patreon. Fiverr? Where you can just hire people to do stuff. Yeah, just hire GPT three. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> GPT three on Fiverr. 
Yeah, I'm sure it would only be five dollars. That's fine. Yeah. Profile profile pic is just Rob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love seeing that like Nintendo speed runs and then like the task bot that they always call yeah, it. Yeah, it's it just Rob with the NES, NES controllers. Yeah. The other day we went to Bulls. Um, it was like me and Josh and like some of his roommates and a couple like alumni and stuff like Shut that. Shut up. Bulls. Bulls. Um, it, it's basically like a, a bar slash club in Tallahassee that is pretty popular. I was surprised. I was surprised by how hopping it was. You know, because it was Thursday. Yeah. What's on Thursday, Clay? Uh, all you can drink. Ten dollar all you can drink. Yes, sir. With your student ID. Go on. Yeah, and so we get this ten dollar all you can drink deal and. I was having an okay time. I it, it was was that the day after I got my stomach pumped? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Once so, again, he just casually mentions that. <laughs> yeah, I think he just. <laughs> I, think it, well, I think it was actually. I think it was. Yeah. So it it was the day after a stomach pumping, and so I was not trying to get the pumping. Uh, the pumping. Uh, I was not trying to get like too. I don't want to push the boundaries too much on sure, how much sure, I'm going to drink. Sure. But it is all you can drink for ten dollars, and so I do want to get like my value out of it. Um, you can just put it in a box, take it home. That's true. Yeah. They do have boxes to go. <laughs> do they? No. <laughs> you just said that so genuinely. I don't know. Well, Clay was he was interested. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Um but I get most of the stuff that happened there is inconsequential. You know, it's, it's normal like bar club things. But at one point I I had to go to the bathroom before we left, but Oh, snap. I go on. I did not want to um I did not want to like interrupt while we were getting ready to go and we got there and the line was super long so i was like i'm not gonna bother with this but it's like 1 30 a.m and they, the alcohol cutoff was already over and so i was like you know what i'm gonna go i'm gonna go to the bathroom the line's probably not gonna be that long i don't think there are that many people left here and so i go there's no line at the bathroom i walk in there's like some dude at the urinal and some dude in one of the stalls and i i walk into the one of the stalls and i hear these dudes talking to each other and they're like yo man you ever tried ketamine and I was like, I'm sitting in here, and I'm like, oh, it's kind of an interesting conversation. And they, like, knock on the door, and they're like, yo, dude, you ever try ketamine? I was like, oh, you're talking to me. <laughs> and <laughs> That's awesome. And I was like, nah, man, I haven't tried it. And they were like, like, yeah, you did the last dude that walked out. Arnold, Sch- Arnold Schwarzenegger-looking motherfucker. I bet he does cocaine all the time, not even getting real gains. And they were like, on ketamine, it's like you're drunk for two hours after just doing it once, and you can still get gains. And I was like... <laughs> I'm just sitting here peeing, and I'm like, that's sitting awesome, there, bro. That sounds, your hands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, that sounds really good. Uh, we'll use some gains right now. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I mean, I'm pretty drunk right now. I mean, I don't, I don't know if I would need that at the moment. But um, like, I can't even imagine the kind of shit they said about me when I left. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, literally, the dude walked out before I went in, and they were already talking shit about him. Like, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, what? I don't think that's shit, bro. I think if somebody tells you you look like Arnold Schwarzenegger, that's a comment. Yeah, but they sounded think, so mad about yeah, it. Yeah, I think they're looking ass <laughs> at the end. It really. doesn't matter how mad they look about it. That's <laughs> if somebody called you Dwayne the Rock Johnson, look a motherfucker. Would you be upset? He's better. I than don't know Arnold. Is he? I think so. I think I think the Rock looks better than Arnold Schwarzenegger. I think they're well. I mean, currently, yeah, but like, I mean, even in his <laughs> prime. In his prime. <laughs> Arnold, Arnold, I, think look, I would think they're equivalent. Arnold looked like a like a. Like a, looking at like fucking toy. jacked. Yeah. He looked fucking jacked, bro. He was like unnatural. He looked jacked. Well, I mean, maybe a little, maybe a little too a jacked. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What do you think? I mean, uh, like yeah, it's true. You know how much? You know how many steroids he was on? Yeah, of course. Yeah, especially back in the day. Like, yeah. You look at the Rock. I mean, he's probably also on steroids, but at least he looks natural. <laughs> but he looks you know? like a normal person. <laughs> does he? Does the Does the Rock look like a normal person? I wouldn't say a normal. Well, person. not for a short person like y'all, but for me, I'm like, he's a normal. Josh, you have like half an inch on me. 
Yeah. Josh, you have like, yeah, but you, three, heard me? you have like three and a half inches on me. So you're under the six foot gangs. Stay down there. <laughs> there. There are two main differences between us and Josh. And the first one, the first one is that he looks like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. And the and second one is that he does ketamine. <laughs> well, I'm actually the cocaine looking ass that. Yeah. Oh, I forgot that it was me walking on the bathroom <laughs> as I passed. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually Josh knocking on the door asking if you ever tried ketamine. Yeah, it was just, I thought it was so interesting how casually they were talking about it. They were like, yeah, man, ketamine. It's like, it's great. I mean, you know, if you're the type of guy that does ketamine, like, you don't need any more boundaries. In your That's life, true. Right? They were literally like, there's no downside. I was like, yep, there can't be a single downside for these fucking horse tranquilizers you're taking. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't sound like there is one, right? Like, from I mean, what, from they what? didn't say any. I guess. And yeah. they do ketamine. I don't do it. How would I know? I mean, did you get a look at them as you were leaving, or did you wait for them to? <laughs> I wasn't trying to look at them in the urinal, but I oh, mean, it was a urinal. That's worse. If they were at the urinals. I was in a stall, and they were like, "Oh, okay." Oh, they were like knocking on the side. The yeah, stall. Yeah, they were right like tapping it? on the side of the stall. They were like, "Bro, you ever tried ketamine?" I was like, well, "You can't be talking." Do you to know me if right they're not- or they're just businessmen just posted I mean, up at the urinals? Probably both. I mean, there was enough time for me to go in there, like have this conversation and also pee and leave and they were still in there. So I don't know if ketamine just like makes you pee, <laughs> pee until like all of your fluids are gone, but you can see their bodies like dehydrating. Yeah. Yeah. The raisins. <laughs> they turn to look at me and their eyes are like sunken back. <laughs> I just thought that was a wild experience. <laughs> You probably did you think he was talking to someone else? I thought he was talking yeah. I thought he was talking to the dude in there because he was saying it like as I was coming in. So I was like, There's no way he's talking to me. And then he starts like tapping on the side of the thing. At first I thought he was just like you know, maybe it was just like, you know, you tap your foot or something. Maybe he was just like bumping the stall because he was jamming and drunk. I don't know. But then, like, he kept saying it. And I was like, There's no way this dude is knocking on the stall to talk to me about ketamine right now. <laughs> That's wild. That's awesome. Yeah, there was very little else that happened there that was like out of what would normally happen in a club. And I don't even think that's probably out of the norm. That probably, probably happens not. all the time. They probably, every time they go to a club, which is probably pretty often, they go into the bathroom. Probably every Thursday. And, yeah. To Wonder. be fair, I've seen more cocaine done at football games than at clubs in my life. So That's fair. Maybe but that's a Florida State thing. If it were cocaine, I wouldn't have been surprised. I would not have been surprised. It's the fact that I walked <laughs> in there. It's ketamine. They, they knocked on my stall. They asked if I wanted ketamine. And then they started calling it K. Oh, they're like, they're like, yeah, bro. There's no what, downside to K. Have you ever tried it? I was like, I wonder what their conversion rate is per night. If that guy stands at that urinal, I think they just and, need one to make a profit. Pees for four hours a night trying to sell these people ketamine. I wonder what his conversion. Yeah, rate during is. the day he's a Jehovah's Witness. He goes <laughs> yeah. and knocks on doors. <laughs> during the he, day he, he sells that his conversion rate too. <laughs> during the day he sells yeah. J. At night he sells K. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's actually pretty good. JK. That's a. It's a, he's like reverse Batman. Does Batman sell ketamine during the day and Jesus at night? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's why he's, that's why he's so rich. <laughs> it wasn't inheritance. His, his family was broke. He had to make that money himself. I, I guess that's fair. His, his family was like, um, it was like Donald Trump back when he was bankrupt, you know? It's like they were, they were rich, but they weren't wealthy, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had the affluent lifestyle. Right, but not the, not the money to back it up. Not the that's, ketamine to back it up. Right. Well, that's, where, <laughs> that's why. That was his backstory. Yeah. Well, you know, when he went out to fucking Nanda Parbat out in the mountains with um, Raj Al Ghul, that flower that he brought, it was actually <laughs> fully naturally grown ketamine. Yeah. It was, it was straight true. opium. 
<laughs> and you know, now that I think about it, I think the person at the urinal that I walked past was Baron Trump. <laughs> That's wild. Bat- Batman Trump. Batman, Batman, Batman Trump. Trump. Yeah. Uh, That's funny. Have you seen those pictures of, of Baron Trump, but just enlarged, like next to his family? <laughs> <laughs> I saw I saw a very similar photo and like I understand the Baron Trump one because it's like a haha he's taller than his family already like type of deal, but it was when Joe Biden got elected there were a bunch of articles about how his dog was like the first ever like rescue dog or something in the White House or like some shit like that, mm-hmm. but um there was one picture that I saw and I saw it the first time and I was like oh okay it's a German Shepherd and then I saw it again and this German Shepherd was literally like bigger than Joe Biden and I was like why why is the dog so big there's no way this dog is so big. <laughs> Like, and I, I had to, like, look up the picture and find it. And somebody just took this image and made his dog, like, way bigger. I was like, what is the joke here? Why? It's, <laughs> Big they didn't dog. add a caption. They didn't make it funny in any way. It's literally the same picture, like, oh, Joe Biden's dog is the first rescue dog at the White House. And it's just, like, twice its normal size. <laughs> like, that is hilarious. I like <laughs> the idea. really funny. <laughs> of that is, like, an anti-Biden campaign. This dog is bigger than him. How could, how could this happen? Maybe they were trying to make Joe look small. I don't know. I, I just thought it was dog. hilarious because somebody saw this image and they were like, I have to make that dog big. <laughs> I, I really love the idea of – because I've heard it. You're not the, the only person. I'm not bringing this up just because you said it. Because I've heard a lot of people refer to Biden as Joe. Like, they just call him Joe. And it, it <laughs> makes me think about, like, all the other presidents and about how nobody would ever say that. Like, if people talked about Donald Trump as Donald. Like, they just called him Donald casually. Or people talked about Obama. They just said Barack. Like, that's, that's just not B. a... Big Barack. Yeah, nobody calls him... Or, like, George. I feel like George. <laughs> I, I mean, feel like jo- people called him George. You think so? I, I mean, people called Richard Nixon Dick. Well, yeah. Well, his name, was, guess his name was Dick, though. Joe Biden is not the first president that people will just call by his first name, but he's the, the first, first one since you've been alive. Yeah, first one since <laughs> I've been around. I mean, there are people who don't know Obama's like they don't know. They that. don't know that that's not I the think, only name. I think name. that's a joke, right? Like that's no. a meme. I mean, it's I definitely a joke, real. but I think there are people who genuinely well, yeah, but don't they're like that. seven years old. Maybe or they were seven years old. I so mean, I, I maybe, they're my, maybe they're our age now. <laughs> I've referred I've referred to Trump as Donald. Yeah, yeah, we, we would do that all the time. Yeah, I'd be like. Oh, what's Donnie doing up there? What ruckus is he causing now? To be fair, though, that's how we'd also refer to our band director in high school. Donald? Like, what's, what's Donald up to? <laughs> Where, have have you seen Donald? Some of, there's just some of those names that just... That are just easy to to use as first names instead of... Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I personally feel like something is wrong just saying Biden. Like that. The, like Obama, that, that just makes Obama. sense. Obama. It makes sense to call him Obama. I feel like even if I was his friend, I'd be like, what's up, Obama? (laughs) (laughs) That's that's too much. That's that's really funny. (laughs) 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 What's up, Obama? What am I supposed to say? Like, uh, what up, Big B? Like, what's his nickname among his friends? You just gotta call him Barack, right? I call yeah, him Obama. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think you would. I don't think you would call him Obama. Some people go by their last names. And yeah, I feel some like people, Obama very does. True. Some people go by their last name. My friend, my friend Justin, all, we call him Malin all the time. Malin, last name. Yeah. I, I don't know if I would call somebody who's. Yeah, last I don't know if I would call <laughs> Obama. <laughs> Obama. Obama to his face. I feel like I would only call him Obama to his face. I feel like saying Barack, he'd like get mad or something. If he was your friend and not the president, I, yeah, he's he's just in like you know school, middle school, and like Barack, he's like, who the fuck? 
he gets up and he's starting a riot. <laughs> I know you didn't just call me that. I just that's I don't know why that's so funny. What, what's up, Obama? <laughs> Barack Obama in elementary school, and his fifth grade teacher was like, "Okay, Obama, come to the front of the class." <laughs> I love the idea they called him Obama. Yeah, no, that's that's a better image. <laughs> hey, Obama. Uh, he'd make his little like artwork and he'd sign it, Obama. Obama. <laughs> Can we get Obama to the front office, please? <laughs> it's such a it's such like a household name that you can't imagine it in like, you can't imagine him in in everyday situations. I almost feel. Yeah. I don't know, but like Joe Biden, it's just like, oh, what up, Joe? It's just Joe. Yeah. Just Joe. Like a cuppa. A cuppa Joe. Like a cuppa, cuppa Biden. Joe. Has anybody ever said cuppa? Like C U P P A? I think that's slang somewhere, like maybe Australia or something, they call it cuppa, but. Because I've, I've read that before, but I never heard anybody say that, like, without making a distinct reference to it being, to it being cuppa. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I would only say it distinctly because nobody would say that yes exactly easy as that yeah. easy as that obama <laughs> is, is that so wild that i just think obama is a better name to call him by yeah okay and with that this episode of the balcony brothers comes to a close just like that. remember obama. to check out our patreon um <laughs> it launched last week excitingly excitingly um I'm we had fireworks excited. if anyone saw them they were indoors, though, so it wasn't really that. Yeah, you bad. wouldn't have seen them, but we did, and you can just imagine them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, follow our socials. We've got Instagram at the Balcony Brothers Podcast or something like that. <laughs> yeah. At, we, we make have, sure you include or something like that at the end. Yeah. Well, <laughs> actually, please don't. That's actually that's the not. password <laughs> if you want to log into our. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Uh, <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, y'all. Yeah. See you next week. What's up, Obama? <laughs>